Welcome to the Ken Burns Show. Thank you for tuning in. It is Wednesday, uh, March 10th. We are 10 days away from spring day, uh, which, as I mentioned in yesterday's show, um, it's an amazing thing uh, as spring approaches because people are getting outside more. This is so good for our bodies. We absolutely need vitamin D. If you have um, been tracking the science behind what helps us stay healthy during uh, viruses, which COVID is, um, vitamin D is very important, uh, as well as zinc and, and many other things. Um, so yeah, lots of sunshine for our vitamin D, which we are definitely in the Northeast, we are depleted. So listen, lots of headlines to get, get to, um, not so good ones, but also I got a couple of good news stories that I'll bring towards the end of the, of the show. But first, if you haven't gone to the bmgnetwork.com, uh, please go there as soon as possible and uh, check it out. There are some great uh, stories available, columns there for you um, by uh, the Pac-Man, Ted Flint, under our daily, actually it's your daily perusal on the website. Uh, you want to check that out, the latest column, as I mentioned yesterday in the show. Uh, it's entitled, Equality for Whom? An excellent read, definitely enlightening and scary at the same time of what is happening in this country under this administration and the far left. But again, go to the bmgnetwork.com, check out all the amazing content we have there, all the podcasts, all the shows. I'm Ken and Mike show, the Pac-Man podcast, set apart with KC and uh, mic'd up with Mike Hansen. So all these are available, of course, this one as well, but um, appreciate your listenership and uh, being part of the BMG network. And by the way, if you have not um, liked and followed the BMG Network on Facebook, uh, be sure that you do. Please share it with your friends as well. But to the headlines, uh, the first one, U.S. Eyes Free Transgender Surgery for Military. Um, yeah, I don't think I have to really say much, but I will go into it a little bit because it'll become frustrating for me because this is just ridiculous. Listen to the, what this says. The Department of Defense has confirmed... And uh, by the way, this story is on uh, Newsmax.com. But the U.S., uh, the Department of Defense has confirmed in recent memos that sex reassignment surgery could be provided free of cost as part of the military's medical benefits package following President Joe Biden's January 25th executive order. But it doesn't stop there. Here is a quote from the White House uh, in, in a press release. It says this, America is stronger at home and around the world I'm going to pause there and say, no, it, it's absolutely not. This unifying um, administration is the most disorganized and, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. They are absolutely organized in what they're uh, trying to accomplish. But no, they are the, the most divisive administration that we've ever had. But it goes on to say, when it is inclusive. So America is stronger at home and around the world when it is inclusive. The military is no exception the White House said in a press release announcing the order. This means no one will be separated or discharged or denied reenlistment solely on the basis of gender identity. And it goes on to say, prospective recruits may serve in their self-identified gender when they have met the appropriate standards for accession into the military services. The revised policy will also ensure all medically necessary transitional-related care authorized by the law is available to all service members. <laughs> Look, I don't 
do, do, you, do you see how moronic this is? Honestly, are we really pushing for something like this, especially in our military? I mean, what a distraction. We are supposed to have a military, an army, that we can count on to protect us. And I'm not saying you're going to ask, some people might say, well, what does it matter if it's a male or female? That's not the point. The point is, how distracting is it to have this going in our, our military who each member needs to have their head on their shoulders so that they can face an enemy at any time? So what, now we have to get these guys, you know, coming in line with how to approach and talk to those who are deciding to be a different identification. Um, this is just bogus. So now many people are going to be signing up for the military just so that they can get the transgender reassignments for free. Honestly, that's not okay. That's not what the military money, that the budget that we have for the military, that's not what it's for. It's for those who protect and serve us and their families. Because if you're a man or if you're a woman, you create a family with the opposite sex and that budget hopefully helps that family thrive during and after the service that they perform in the military. Now, I'm not talking about <laughs> reassignment services, by the way. Think about how this makes the U.S. look. Again, as I said in the show yesterday, we have many more pressing issues in the world today, right here in America. And it's just become a free-for-all, do-whatever-you-want-however-you-feel, which isn't helping anyone, especially the individual, because we all know that feelings change, right? Feelings change. They indicate something, but we don't run on our feelings and our emotions. They provide an avenue to show us something that's going on. So sometimes we have to tap into those feelings and emotions, but we don't live by them. We don't make decisions with them because when we do, later on, we usually regret it. So could you imagine if you make a irrational decision and get this transgender performance done later on in life, realize, man, it was a different issue. Actually, I didn't really want to do that. Well, guess what? It's too late. But listen to the last part of this article. It says this, the Pentagon first paid for gender reassignment surgery for a transgender soldier in 2017 and has paid $8 million to treat 1,525 transgender troops. That's a lot of money. Between 2016 and 2019, most of that cost, listen, covered psychological counseling and not surgical operations related to transitioning. That's a key phrase right there. Psychological counseling. If you already have some psychological things going on, and then you add to it a very, <laughs> a big change to your body. Think about what you're adding to that psychological issue that you have already. You just quadrupled it. So don't you think we should start with maybe a deep-rooted issue first? But they don't want to do that. They just want to pay money let them do what they want so that they can feel happy for you know, a few years until they're depressed and back in counseling again. But on to some more news about this Biden administration. Another article. Tom Homan says this, Biden administration created crisis at the border. Absolutely. You don't really have to look so far to, to recognize this. He wants to let this, well, this administration wants to let anybody in. Stimulus checks are going to illegal immigrants. 
Okay. But this goes on to say the Biden administration doesn't want to admit there is a border crisis because they created it. Tan Homan, the former acting director of U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, said Wednesday. He goes on to say they don't have to admit this is a crisis. The American people can do the math. This month, they'll have over 100,000 apprehensions, which is almost a 300% increase over the same time period last year. When you increase illegal apprehensions by 300%, that's a crisis. And by the way, I have to mention, and this is a fact, that we had the most secure border we ever had under President Donald Trump. They, I mean, and Homan goes on to say they picked it apart over a two-week period. Now we have a crisis that they created. This is not by accident. This is by design. But, uh, you know, uh, me, and, uh, me and Mike on the Ken and Mike show, which is live every Tuesday at 6 p.m., we, uh, we were talking about this a little bit. And um, this, is, this is what's happening. Letting anybody in and having no consequences for our actions. On top of that, pushing this transgender baloney on your children and my children. And if you don't like it, you're hateful and you're immoral and don't have any compassion or kindness or any of these things. But what we have to do is keep speaking out against this and saying, no, that's not true. You know it. I don't care what you say. This is why they want to do away with free speech and, of course, the Second Amendment. And if you don't think that they're trying to come and take full control of the people in this country, I don't know what to tell you. Because that's exactly what they're doing. Speaking of this wonderful administration and this government, uh, remember, they are the most um, bipartisan. It's got to be the most unifying and bipartisan administration ever, right? Well, obviously, today is, is Wednesday. The House of Representatives on Wednesday passed the updated version of President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief package. What a stupid title, by the way. It's, it has nothing to do with COVID-19 relief. Uh, the vote was, listen, 220 to 211, with all Democrats voting for the bill except for one, which was Jared Golden of Maine, and all Republicans, all Republicans voting against it. The House passed a version of the bill late last month, followed by the Senate on March 4th. The upper chamber removed the $15 uh, an hour minimum wage hike and changed other provisions such as decreasing weekly supplemental uh, unemployment aid by $100 to $300 a week. No Republicans supported the package in either vote. And of course, Biden plans on signing this on Friday. And I think Republican Ann Wagner um, sums it up very well. This is what she says. I rise in opposition in the partisan, and it is partisan, obviously, $1.9 trillion spending bill before us today. It's shameful Democrats have disregarded their obligation to provide real COVID relief to the American people and are instead attempting to use this process to jam through partisan agenda items. This bill is not targeted, timely, or tied to COVID. We need to focus on solving the critical issues at hand, getting vaccines to Americans, providing relief to our local businesses, restaurants, and entertainment venues, and supporting those who have been seriously impacted by this pandemic. Only 9% of this massive $1.9 trillion package goes to fighting COVID-19. And outside of the stimulus payments, nearly half won't even be spent this year. 9%. Yet we're giving stimulus money to illegal immigrants, 
throwing money at anything else but what the bill was meant for, and that was COVID. But what do we know? You know, you got to pass things before you know what's in them. But this is where we are in this country. But I'm an optimistic person, but I got to say it like it is. It's not really getting any better under this administration. In fact, I mean, we have a, a president who really doesn't know where he is right now. And you can just see Kamala Harris behind him just waiting for the moment where she can take over. It's pretty, pretty clear. And I think you're going to see that happen uh, sooner than later. But anyway, on to some good news. Listen to this. Or I should say, better uh, headlines. Uh, creamy versus crunchy. What your peanut butter preferences says about your personality. Now, I love peanut butter. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and talk about labels, but my favorite is definitely Teddy's peanut butter. I like the natural stuff. But it says whether or not you like your peanut butter creamy or crunchy may actually say more about you than you think, according to a new, a new survey. And I must say, before we go on, I like both. I can do crunchy and creamy. I don't care as long as it's peanut butter. But it says um, the poll examined the peanut butter and snacking preferences of 2000 Americans evenly split by their preferences of crunchy versus creamy and found enjoying a crunchy peanut butter may make you have a cheerier outlook on life. 63% of those who prefer crunchy peanut butter describe themselves as optimists compared to 56% of those who prefer creamy. Other personality traits for creamy fans included being more of an early bird and more introverted, whereas their crunchy counterparts were more likely to be night owls and extroverts. But out of all of this, there's one thing that I definitely uh, think is true. It says 63% of all respondents to the survey even said that they will pass on the peanut butter altogether if it's not the kind they prefer. I agree. I won't touch it. But it is funny. So many people do. <laughs> I know we're talking about peanut butter here. Um, we're definitely first world problems. But uh, if you have, if they're used to creamy and there's crunchy, that they won't. Oh, I can't stand crunchy. Well, why not? I don't know. Why don't you like crunchy? I don't. I don't get it. I either one is is great. Anyway. Uh, another headline. Listen to this one. This is actually incredible. Coworkers become BFFs, then discover they're actually bio biological sisters. And uh, you can go to the goodnewsnetwork.org and check out some of these stories. But it says, um, Julia Tinetti and Cassandra Madison were both born in the Dominican Republic and later adopted. Each woman had a tattoo of that country's flag. Uh, the pair bonded over the coincidences while customers at the New Haven bar where they both worked teased them about looking and acting so much alike that they might as well be sisters. With similar stories, Tanetti and Madison compared notes on their respective adoptions, but according to the paperwork, they weren't related. While the news was disappointing, it didn't impact the relationship. Even when Madison moved to Virginia Beach, the friends remained in close contact. After relocating south, Madison found herself hankering to find out about her origins. Tanetti, knowing not every story has a fairy tale ending, decided not to disturb the status quo. Finding my biological family just wasn't a thing for me. I grew up with a great family, so I just kind of left it to what it was, she told uh, Good Morning America. But in 2018, uh, Madison's adoptive mom gifted her with a genetic testing kit for Christmas. From there, Madison was able to locate several distant family members as well as a cousin back in Connecticut who was able to hook her up with her birth family in the Dominican Republic, which is cool right there. Sadly, her biological mom had passed away in 2015, but Madison was thrilled to learn that her father and seven siblings were alive and well and eager to meet her. In 2019, Madison flew down for a reunion. 
We bonded immediately, she told the Washington Post. It was like I had known them my whole life. The next part of the story sounds like something taken directly from the script of a telenova. In December of 2020, Tanetti's childhood friend, Molly Sapadin, who was now a friend of Madison's as well, made a discovery. It seems Sapadin was also adopted from the Dominican Republic on that same day as Tanetti. When Sabadin saw the surname Collado on Madison's Facebook post from the visit she'd made with her biological family, it rang a bell. Sabadin's adoption papers revealed that she and Madison shared the same birth mother, only they didn't. The adoption agency had, as a subsequent DNA test proved, accidentally switched Sabadin's birth record with Tanetti's. As it turned out, Tanetti was Madison's sister and Sabadin was their cousin. DNA testing also revealed that Sapadin has a twin sibling she's yet to connect the dots with. So there you go. I mean, this is that's kind of really cool stuff. That to me is like the stories that should be all over the place and not all this, you know, this junk about what's going on in the world because it is depressing. It's it's un- unbelievable what, what's actually being t- taken place in the country today. But stories like this can give us a little lift. And of course, while you're reading a story, having some crunchy or creamy peanut butter. But by the way, uh, the host of uh, the Ken and Mike show, uh, my co-host, Mike, actually has a great adoption story. Maybe he'll tell one time on the, uh, on the show as well, uh, finding his siblings. But um, anyway, as horrible as I think that this $1.9 trillion stimulus package is, uh, I do hope, for your sake, you are one of the people that gets uh, some of that money so that you can uh, take care of some of the bills that maybe uh, accrued during this crisis. And, uh, and I do wish you all the best. But uh, listen, thank you so much for tuning into the Ken Burns Show. That's all I have for you today. I will try to get back with you tomorrow on the show. Uh, in the meantime, uh, be sure to go to the bmgnetwork.com. Uh, go to the BMG Network on Facebook. From there, you can check out uh, many things. Of course, there's lots of links to uh, the Pac-Man podcast, Mic'd Up with Mike Hansen, uh, Set Apart with KC. And I'm hoping, I'm working on a couple of people that's going to come on and be um, contributors to your daily perusal as well. Um, to come alongside Ted Flint as he's putting up some incredible columns. Like again, I said, go to the bmgnetwork.com and uh, check out those columns right there. Also go to the Ken Burns Show on Facebook and like and uh, follow, please. And in the meantime, keep your head up and don't get bogged down by all this madness and chaos that's going around. Be yourself and remember that you have a God that loves you so much. and He's with you every step of the way. And of course, if you're feeling a little less optimistic and... Um, feeling a little more introverted these days maybe you should try some crunchy peanut butter just saying but hey until next time god bless you and i'll talk to you soon the ken burns show was produced edited and recorded in the bmg studio music by kevin mcleod for more episodes of the ken burns show go to the bmgnetwork.com or find the ken burns show on facebook And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content.